Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to World Living Podcast. Okay, it's Keith Anderson here again. And I'm pleased once again to uh, welcome uh, Kat Davis on board for today's podcast. And uh, we've been suggested uh, with a topic t- today to, t- to discuss our determination to address our mental health challenges in the long term, such as medication, moods, lifestyle, and such. Okay, and Kat and I had a, a, a brief chat before we came on, and, and she has some great stuff to contribute. I have a few things to say as well. Okay, so welcome back, Kat. Thank you. Um, so your thoughts on that. this topic? It's, it's a heavy one, but I think it's something that ought to be addressed to help other people, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, um, it was a difficult one for me to wrap my head around. I think growing up, I was always very headstrong. Um, my first phrase that I said to my parents was, no, all by self. So I told them I was going to do it all by myself. And that's just how I was. I was the most independent child. So when I started going through mental health problems and when I found that I had to contact a health uh, care provider, a therapist, and a psychiatrist, I was just very confused because I couldn't figure out why I couldn't deal with it by myself. It seemed like everyone else in the world could deal with all of their problems by themselves. So why couldn't I deal with mine? And just going in there in that first meeting, I wish I could say that's where it all became better. But no, I went to my first meeting and the psychiatrist looked at me and said, you are going to need medication for the rest of your life. And you will have to be in therapy and have psychiatrist watching you for the rest of your life because I was diagnosed with bipolar one disorder so I'm my particular disorder mental health I will be on medication I will have mood swings I will have highs and lows for the rest of my life and that's what they told me that's what they said that I had to accept so that was the day where I couldn't do it all by myself anymore and how old were you then that's a lot to to, to take in I was 19. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty overwhelming yeah. to hear at that age, at any age, I guess, but especially at 19. As right. You're starting it's to like, blossom and so on. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do for a job. I don't know what I'm going to do with a career. I don't know who I'm going to marry, how many kids I'm going to have. But I know that I'm going to be on medication for the rest of my life unless they figure something else out. But for right now, that's the only – that's all I've got for me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's pretty intense for sure. So how did you then address that or how did you process that? Um, well, I was in a psychiatric hospital when I received the news. So naturally, there wasn't that much to do. Kind of had some time to look around, sit, think about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I decided that I was going to be relieved and I was going to take this because now I knew why I couldn't do it by myself. And now I knew I had someone say, it's okay. No one expects you to do this by yourself. And I decided that I was going to take control of the parts that I could take control of, which was I was going to take my medicine every single day. I was going to go to therapy. I was going to do the best I could in therapy, even when we brought up like repressed memories, even when we brought up things that I didn't want to talk about. I said, I'm going to do the things I can do right now. I was also going through a bit of a high, so I was in a more manic state, and I was, I had the ability to, like, have all this extra energy and really focus on and devote all my time to that, which is very different, I believe, for people with depression, for example, who go through the same 
thing. Um, when I'm in a depressed state, it's very hard for me to motivate myself to take my medicine and go to therapy. So um, that was an instance where I was different from a lot of people, I think, because of the nature of my disorder. I was gung-ho and ready to, but I think always deciding that you're going to be ahead of your diagnosis, make sure that it can't consume you because the minute it consumes you, you lose who you are. And who are you if you don't have yourself? Sure. It's, now, I, I'll connect it to myself a bit. Now, I, I'll ask this question then, Kat. All right. Did you find a sense of relief <laughs> when you were diagnosed? Absolutely. Okay, same here. Yes, yes. Absolutely. I write about it, um, I think. The very first blog post I ever wrote, I explained how I felt this calm deep in the pit of my stomach because I knew I knew that that diagnosis was correct. I had been diag- misdiagnosed with de- unipolar depression five times before this last psychiatrist diagnosed me, and I knew that he was right. And it was it was it was a relief. It was the calm after the storm. It was the understanding that if we know what it, this is, we can tackle it and we can conquer it. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, same here. Okay, I was diagnosed on a Friday morning. Okay, March the 7th, 2003. Okay, I can picture it. Okay, my family doctor for like half hour visit, which is like a huge visit. Okay, um, you're in only five, 10 minutes. Okay, half hour is, is a long time. And the prior six years or so, it was, I had a horrible, miserable life. I had, you know, I was cutting off relationships. I was hiding from friends. I was, I was miserable at night. I had insomnia. I just thought I had a horrible life. I did not recognize it as as depression. So when he said, Keith, you have depression, I'm a doctor who knew me for like 30 years. I mean, at, at that at that moment, I didn't appreciate it, okay? Um, but like about a month later, I realized, hey, I, I'm ill. I'm sick. If I can get healthy, I've got a second chance at a, at a four, half a year real life. And that's how I addressed it. It was simply an illness to be addressed. Um and off I went. My family had the same idea. We will learn how to get Keith, Keith healthy, and we, we took steps to do so, okay? Now, one thing, medication. We've discussed that briefly beforehand. And you mentioned earlier, okay, in your comments here today about going on meds. A lifelong issue, I guess, perhaps, for you. Right. Thoughts on that, then? Um... <laughs> I guess I don't know if I can say this forever, but at the time when uh, I was diagnosed, I was just like, give me the medicine, give me whatever will take will work, like just, just fix me. And I'm just so thankful for my medication. I do believe they're a huge part of my recovery. Some people don't believe in psychiatric medication. And in some cases you can cure certain forms of mental illnesses and personality disorders, et cetera, without medication. For me, my form of bipolar, most forms are bipolar. You have to take medication and just taking um, – so I take an antipsychotic and I use mood stabilizer, and the antipsychotic works within a few days after you initially take it, whereas other medications like mood stabilizers and antidepressants can take um, up to a month before you feel the effects. So when I took that first medication, I felt it almost immediately. Um, my brain slowed down. I felt like I could breathe again. I felt like I could look around. I wasn't having panic attacks, so – I loved it. I love my medication. It mm-hmm. is 
amazing. It's a miracle, and I'm so thankful to have it. But it's also fascinating because it's not an end-all, be-all, and it's not a fix. My psychiatrist, even when we we stabilized me on my medication, he said, we're going to have to adjust your meds for the rest of your life. Sure. You'll have to go in and off on different types of medication, just depending on how your body and your brain changes. Yeah. And we are going to have to watch it very closely because these are some intense medications. Like eventually they could start shutting your organs down. And then you're mm. like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm thinking about my brain right now. Like now we have to think about other things, but it's medication is, I mean, if you need it, you need it. And I needed it. And that's perfectly okay. And it doesn't mean that I'm any less of a person or any weaker because I have to take medication and the next person doesn't. It's not what it means at all. It just means that that's what I needed. That was my, you know, I'm sick and that's my medication to make me feel better and to make me be better. It's not, it's not just a cover up. It's altering my brain chemistry. Yes. I I agree completely. Um, My family doctor prescribed medication for me. Okay. It uh, um, made me sleep. It made me eat. Okay. My appetite was just ferocious. Okay. And I'm telling you, sleeping and eating, everyone needs that. Anyone anyone who feels bad, (laughs) like a couple good nights of sleep, it'll really help you out. Yeah. Yeah. It it was wonderful for me. I mean, I needed both. I need to sleep more and I need to eat more. For years, I hadn't slept much. I hadn't eaten anything. Whatever on my plate that night that I ate it, it was no, it was just food to eat. Okay. Nothing special about it. So yeah, so be, to have this appetite now, okay, and it, it had increased the medication a couple of times in the first six months because it would, you know, n- not not kick in very well. Um, and then for like two and a half years or so, I took it, okay, and then I weaned off, okay. We said, okay, let's try, okay, and we weaned off of it. And I'm a, I'm a fortunate one. I don't have, I don't take medication now, okay, and I, I can appreciate, you know, everybody who does, okay, such as you and others that I know, but I I think. Yeah, I had no problem to take it. It was like medic. It was medication. It wasn't this oh this taboo thing. I needed it. People take medication for for other illnesses, from high blood pressure to diabetes, whatever. You just take something, okay? That's just you just do it, okay? You don't question it. It's 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 part of the part of the recovery process, you know, or, or, or addressing your, your your disorder. And yeah, so it's it works. There's the kicker for me. I mean, medication works. That's the idea of taking it. So, yeah, you know, that's how I looked at it. And, I mean, it helped. That's the bottom line. It helps. Yeah. So. I think another – the flip side of that is um, some medications. And I don't, I don't know if you can elaborate on this, but the side effects of certain medication can really – I mean, some of them, they make you feel so good, like anti-anxiety uh, medications that people become – and they're highly addictive, so that's one end of the spectrum. But then, like, for me, it, or, like, some other um, antidepressants and antipsychotics, they're known for weight gain and diabetes. So those are negative side effects. Um, the first-generation antipsychotics, they used to give people uh, ticks and tremors. So I think that's also something that people don't really talk about enough. Um, my psychiatrist didn't particularly talk to me about side effects. So I was wondering if your how your side effects worked with that because I know, and then I can talk about mine. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, my side effects. Um, I gained weight. Okay. I'm not a big person. 
okay? I was never overweight, and just I'm little, okay? <laughs> um, uh, um, uh, slight, there's a better description, okay? I, I'm slight. Um, and that was my whole life, okay? I gained weight. I didn't know it was the meds or the eating or, the, or a combination of both. But, um, yeah, like the first six, eight months, I put on some weight. It was like, oh. And for someone who, who had never had that issue in, in, in my life, it was a little unsettling, okay, you know. But I thought, well, what, whatever, okay. Just, let's focus on, on, on the depression first, okay, and address that, you know. And that was the focus, okay. The side effects, yeah, you're right. Some people, I mean, they gain a lot of weight or they have other, other issues attached to it, okay. And some, you know, and you mentioned yourself, you may have to change it in, in, in years to come, okay. Um, yeah, I, I've heard other people discuss that as well. So it is, it, side effects are an issue that ought to be, I think explained better perhaps by your doctors. Okay. Um, discussed because with, 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 with my depression, I had, had so lack of self-confidence and self-worth and self-esteem that some weight gain was like, Oh, I mean, it was like, is it unsettling? Okay. And almost to the point was like, this continues, you know, this is my life now. Like, cause you're, you're trying to sort out so many things in your head, but a side effect you may think it's going to be permanent or maybe it'll change my lifestyle. As you try to sort out some, your depression part of your life, you know, the side effects is a whole, a different level that, that, that ought to be again, addressed better. I think, you know, right. I think it's uh, really underestimated how people who stop taking their medication, it's a lot of people don't necessarily want to, but the side effects seem like so overwhelming to some people that, that's one of the things that they feel that, or especially if they're delusional, they feel that um, they're better off without their medication, without those side effects. I also had a lot of weight gain and I had never had weight issues before in my life. And that was very difficult. And I had to talk to my psychiatrist about it. We were able to work it out and I was able to keep on my medication and lose the weight but it took some life life <laughs> lifestyle changes that I wasn't expecting didn't even think about because when I started taking my medicine I was like oh my brain's better like I'm fixed but no and a lot of people especially for schizophrenia and bipolar there's people taking those antipsychotics there's um, antipsychotic induced weight gain which is a relatively new uh, area of study within mental illness that really prevents people or like uh from taking their medication all the time regularly um and I think that's really important to discuss because I mean what do you do do you counteract it with more medication like um I think psychiatrists don't necessarily talk enough about their lifestyle habits as it pertains to medication, because of course the psychologists and the therapists are the ones who are supposed to tell you about your feelings or whatever, but psychiatrists are the ones who should be doing the medication. I think, yeah, just a little tangent, but that I, was really difficult for me. Yeah, I agree. Really it, difficult. Yeah, the, the, the side effects are an issue that you know, to be addressed for sure. You know, and, and at the time I thought, well, let's get my depression in hand first. Okay, the side right. effects I'll address later. If, if they're, they're life-changing, so be it. Okay, I'll, I can live with it. Okay, I can address it. But let's get my head together first. Okay, the rest will follow. Okay, and and that's how it went. Okay, and, and um, yeah, you know, it, 
but like I said, you know, it, it's a challenge to to, to to take them. Okay, in terms of, of you know, I need something to, for my for my health now. But then when I when when it was suggested that I wean off of them, it was on the understanding that if if I, I if it doesn't work, I'll go back on them. I had no wish to to, to change it in, in in that regard, really. Okay, it wasn't this. I don't want them. Don't need them. I don't want like this this kind of a mindset. If, if it works, I can wean off fine and wonderful. If it doesn't, go back on them, and and, and that's my life. Okay, and I had no issue with that whatsoever. Okay, and the goal was to get healthy and stay healthy. You know, and and that's that's how I that was my focus. So hey, you know, interesting. Yes. Again, like our first podcast, you, different people from different countries, but we have some common thoughts and ideas and such around mental health. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, if anyone if anyone's out here and listening, um, I just want to let you guys know that Keith and I talked for about three minutes before we started. <laughs> I think we're both pretty impatient people, and we just said, "All right, we're going to talk medicine. Great, let's go." So it's great for me to be able to bounce ideas off of each other and just really listen to what our authentic minds have to say. I really enjoy it. So thank you for having me again. I, I agree as well. Okay. It's great to have you on board. Okay. Um, I'm glad we, we have the, the opportunity to, you know, to do these podcasts. Okay. And, and to those who are listening, okay. Thanks for listening. Okay. I think it's, um, um, you know, if we can, you know, any suggestions or comments, let us know, please. Okay. We're all over social media. Okay. We're like everywhere, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so check in, please. Okay, contact Kat or, or, or me, okay, directly if you wish. Um, anybody have any ideas as, as to your new topics to cover? We're welcome to ideas as well, okay? Um, and, um, yeah, I think we uh, – this went well. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yay. Well, number two. Thank you, number two, and more to follow. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Kat. Thank you. Okay, talk soon. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Worth Living Podcasts. Okay, it's Keith Anderson here again. And I'm pleased once again to, to welcome Kat Davis from Virginia, from Charlottesville, Virginia. And we're going to talk about a topic that was suggested to us. We both think it's a pretty appropriate topic to be addressed in terms of mental health. And it's how we deal with um, the, our determination to stay healthy. Okay. Uh, in, a, in the long term, in terms of medication, in terms of moods, in terms of lifestyle and such. And Kat and I had a, a, a little chat before we, we, we came on here, and uh, we're set to go. So Kat, welcome again. Um, hey, Keith, can you hear me on this? Because I can't hear you. You can hear me? Okay. Okay. Why don't we kill this one and come back? Yeah. I don't okay. know why I can hear it at okay. all. Hang on. Okay. Hang on.